When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I shoot my shot, I hit my toes. 187, that's Andrew Cole. I shoot my shot, I hit my toes. I let man act like they don't know. Check my record and learn that code. 187, that's Andrew Cole. Murder a beat, I'm cold. I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to talk I shoot my shot, I hit my goals, I let man act like they don't know Check man's record, I learned that code, 187, that's Andrew Cole Murder a beat, I'm cold, when I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to Middle with the field and check like scores, but I still grind and chase man's goals When I get a chance, man's veins get cold Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger I'm joined this week by Elijah, how you doing Elijah? I'm all good, my guy. I'm all good. Every week, like you go up an octave, and that's a telltale. In my I'm world, that's good. a telltale sign of a man lying. It's getting harder and harder to lie about this football club, but I'm still gonna do it. It's in my name, <laughs> Elijah. There's a reason why it's there. There's a reason why it's there, man. Oh man! Uh, also joined by good brother Gaz. How you doing, Gaz? Um, I'm alright. <laughs> yeah, I'm alright. Yeah. Man. yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Is, is this close a question? Is this individually as bad as it's been post Fergie, or do you think it's just the fact that it's like the fourth, fourth, fifth manager this is happening with? Because you seem done. I just don't like this team, and I, there's not a player I can say um, other than than Kobe mm. and Lisandro that I like. I yeah, don't like them. That's that's damning. And then, and then to make it worse, I don't even like the manager. I don't like him. I can't stand him. He makes me sick. So to yeah. compound the matters, yeah, yeah, just I just don't like my football club at the moment. Yes. And there's no, there's no, there's no propaganda. What's that? There's no redemption. Like usually over the years when they've been poor, there's been like a handful of players that you're tuning in to watch, and at least you can still be like, I promise you, this guy's class. But we're shit. There's not even, <laughs> there's not even that anymore. It's just they're all shit. They're all shit. The manager hasn't got a clue. Couldn't tell you what the hell we're trying to do on any given day. Um, but we're there. We, we watch regardless. Before we start, got to do the usual plug the socials. If you're not on the uh, Twitter, TLF underscore Mugger. Once again, if you're someone who listens on Spotify, please leave us a review. Five stars, obviously. Someone who listens on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Five stars, obviously. Additional content coming this week, guaranteed. Um, well, let's get into it. Uh, the last game on the Sunday, FA Cup away to Newport, League Two mid table. This one, this one isn't this one isn't at all eyes though. This one wasn't all eyes. It was yeah, just- yeah, it's not really at all eyes. Like if you're actually somebody who didn't support Manchester United and you were watching that, I'd actually think you're sick to be honest with you. Um, so I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that at all eyes on me special either. Um, we went with a really strong team. We went with a really strong team. You know, pre-game Casemiro. Professionalism in the fucking bin. 
guy looks like he's been eating onion bhajis for the last few months. Absolutely, shocking. Absolutely shocking. Aye, he looks a mess, mate. Um, and yeah, just pretty much went with the strongest team. Um, what did you guys think of the lineup going going into the game? Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I wasn't surprised because I know this is one of those games that Ten Hag couldn't afford to lose, or even have the mishap we had. I think luckily we won four two in the end, but even the two two is quite damning in my opinion. Um, considering Newport sixteenth in League Two, it's damning on him and and the players. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised he went with a strong team um, because he does that. He doesn't he doesn't really rotate. I think Elijah's spoken about it before. And I think you might have as well. Um, Ten Hag doesn't really rotate. Um, he generally might give one or two players a try. Um, I think Casemiro knew, clearly needed the minutes just by looking at him physically. Uh, Martinez. He's uh, crazy. He is absolutely nuts, man. Aye. Uh, hey. Martinez. I can't Martinez so yeah, I think him and Martinez played um, in the in the game we lost to Butt Burnley, and apparently we conceded like three goals in the first fifteen minutes in the behind yeah. closed game. Um, yeah, we did. But, uh, no, yeah. we had a behind closed door game. Yeah, we yeah, lost three one to Burnley. Anthony, yeah, Anthony scored a pen, but we were three 0 down in the first 10, 15 Jesus Christ! But do you know what's so funny is that we faced Who Burnley. Played? Like, Who played in that game? Um, so it was Martinez, Maguire, Casemiro, Shaw, Anthony. I think it was just like a lot of players that need to be fit. But we played Burnley behind closed doors twice this season and we've lost both. One was 3-0, one was 3-1. But in the actual game, we beat them, which is very funny. Um, but yeah. Um, bloody yeah, hell. Yeah, <laughs> bloody hell, um, mate. Yeah. yeah, no, the team doesn't surprise me. I, I would have liked to have seen some, some rotation. Um but Anthony needed minutes because he's shit. Um, um, so yeah, the team doesn't surprise me. Hoyland needs confidence booster, so yeah, he celebrated his goal like like a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's that's uh, Sebi's also joined us. I don't think he's yeah. watching United game this this side of <laughs> this side of September. But he's here for Vaz, bro. That's fine. Bro, I know exactly why you're here, bro. I know exactly <laughs> why you're here. I know exactly you see, why you're here. You see how Stone Cold used to come through at Monday Night Raw? You're so disgusting. He's trying to control the narrative. Bro, 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 I heard that glass breaker for all oh, no. <laughs> the way the way men are men are in the speed dial, bro. Shout out the way, man. You know what I mean? Part of the PR team, blood. Oh, um, so man, fucking tickets for Sunday or whenever this match. I said, bro, I ain't doing it. I ain't going, bro. Yeah. Whenever we play like, the, the next game, I said, I ain't doing it, man. I ain't doing oh, it. Oh, yes. Mm. I said, I ain't doing yeah. it. Yeah, guys, so you're saying um, we lost 3-1 behind closed doors to Burnley, but that was kind of like an opportunity for the guys who've been out to get some minutes under their legs. Um, mm. We started this game well enough i guess um it was it felt very much like this is basically just a difference in level between players who play at the highest level and players who are obviously 
playing at the fourth level of English football. Um, so <clears throat> we had two early scorers in Bruno, nicely taken goal. And the, the young G, Kobe Maynard, gets his first goal for the team. Uh, well taken. Um, from there, I thought we were going to score like eight. I'm going to be real with you. I thought we were going to score eight just off the strength for them being a, a poor League Two side. Um, and then something weird proceeded to happen. So that goal for 2-1, that deflected. Did that deflect off Martinez? Yeah, yeah. Um, it deflected off his head. And someone said... <laughs> So someone said if he was normal normal sized, it would go into his chest. And I've been laughing since Sunday. It's true. It's true. <laughs> if he was just six foot, just be six foot, brother. And that's going into your chest, man. Um oh, so, the goal to the, the goal to make it two two. I didn't see that one. Can any of you like describe how did that one come uh, come around? They switched the play, um, and we were a bit disorganised at the back. But yeah, Dallo just refused to go out to beat the cross, and he also refused to cover the front post where the cross was coming in. So essentially, the Will Evans gets in front of Varane, and he's able to get a touch, and then it comes it, it comes off of Varane as well, and it goes in. But yeah, it was just really just like it was really sluggish play. There, like there are times where where. Dallo just really refuses just to run until like the last second, and he's just—it's so weird to me. Like he, yeah, but yeah, it was just a poor, it was just a poor goal to concede. They just switched the play, and then we'll, we we were out of sorts. And then, and I think it was Anthony was trying to track back to cover, but he wasn't able to get there. Then Dallo refused to meet him, and also refused to to cover the front post. So it just got, got goes into a really good area for the striker. But yeah, it was just like. I don't even want to call it switching off because he does it so consistently. I can't it is switching off. He's, <laughs> his brain just goes hay- haywire because I'll never forget that goal versus Newcastle in the League Cup where he had to watch one yeah, man. Yeah, he literally and, watched it. It was and crazy. And he literally just did not run until the pass gets played. And I'm like, brother, that like to me, that's just a man that like sometimes his head just goes out the game. And I'm just like, you know what? Fair enough. That's As a crazy. I, I, I I feel like we're so shit. He feel that he does it and he faces no repercussions. He's just still in the team. Nothing happens to him. Like this doesn't happen even at a semi decent team. Either that gets you stop doing that, or the manager stop use stops using you. You just regularly lose concentration but, and you start the next game. But when your <laughs> com- when your competition is Wambasaka, who also ha- has that problem. It's kind of like, you know. Only us, man. Ugh, gosh. All right, cool. So that makes it 2-2. Uh, completely changes the, the narrative of the game, I guess, from looking like it's going to be a routine win to now Manchester United are struggling uh, against a team in League Two. Um, we weren't playing particularly well either, so we go in at half-time, uh, come back out um, and... Anthony grabs a goal. Um, decent finish. Whose shot hit the post? Who, who, who sure. hit Luke Shaw hit the post and Anthony grabs a goal to make it 2-1. And then he's Hoyland shameless, grabs... Bro. He's, he's shameless. This is all he's got, bro. I think he got 31 games with no goal. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He's, a, he's actually a piece <laughs> of shit. He is... He is... 
one of like he's he might be the worst player to ever play for us. You you, you know I was actually looking through his like, <laughs> day, and I believe what I believe it was six goals in his last forty three games, and only one of those have been in the prem. Um, I believe. Oh, first, right? Yep, I, I believe it's what two in the Europa, um, and then. One in the League Cup, two in the FA Cup. Like, is, I yeah. like I'm trying to deep it, and who is like relatively worst that we signed versus Anthony? I can't think of anybody. Uh, nah. he's the worst signing ever, like, ever. He's the worst. Like he's the worst signing ever, bro. Like you know, because before I used, I was saying worst signing pound for pound. Now forget the pound for pound thing. He's just the worst signing ever. If he costs 10 mil, worst yeah, signing. Whatever he costs, he'd still be fucking shit, bro. And that's the thing, like, he, he, yeah. it's so bad that they're wheeling up Daniel James fucking highlights. With comps, Dan DJ is getting the streets we will remember comps on Anthony's head. That is crazy. <laughs> when you even think about what we used to say about Daniel James, the fact that fans are running it back for for Daniel James and saying, "Nah, you know what? In this position, life wasn't that, you know what life wasn't." But you know what? How is he so shit? Like uh, he clearly wasn't good enough for this level, but he's amazingly shit. He's so shit. So shit. How shit he is. So like, do you know what it is? Yeah, I, I get like players. Some players are just not at the level, right? But when you when you go into games like this, even though I didn't watch the game, I expect you to go and excel. I'm hearing that against like these League Two or whatever defenders, bro wasn't even really on much. Like what you heard, he was shit outside of the goal, which is crazy. Like when you think about it, bro. Like it's you're, this is where you're supposed to shine. This is where you bag the hat trick, and then maybe fans start second guessing themselves. Mm, maybe or whatever. He still can't really beat. They that. confirmed it. They confirmed it after this game. Instead of second, they confirmed that he was whack. Nah, man, it's crazy, man. How the hell did he get out of Brazil, man? If, How I, the I mean, hell did he get out of that country? I don't care what Ten Hag can do. He can do magic up until this point. He will forever be judged by that. So him and the keeper of the box, those two youths here <laughs> on Ten Hag, those two guys specifically, Ten Hag can never get out of his jacket. For sure. Yeah. I, I, you know I what, well, they come with such arrogance for being so mediocre, which makes it worse. Like, Dan James was just shit and he didn't really like, bother anyone with Humble, his shit. You from a working class, you, man. you from a working class town, you know? Happy to be here, bro. Please, yeah. sir, more. That's what he was on, bro. But these youths, bro, come with Anana taking a private jet. They're saying, if I don't start for my country, I'm going yard. Starts, gets packed in and dropped on a bench for his league free cousin. In for- Do you understand how mad that is, blood? That, that is that's so our mad. Starting keeper. That's our starting keeper. That's our yeah. starting keeper that cuts up for Cameroon. And by the way, you watched that keeper on Saturday, yeah? Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Absolutely stinky. Ted Hargers killed me, man. He's finished us. Fucking killed he, me. He has no excuse. Like you know, of like you know, what it is like we've looked at the team and we're saying, all right, cool. Like, all right, off the back of last season, like even fuck it, not even last season. Since his tenure or whatever, he's generally had no excuse. Like, bro has had a bunch of money. He's mm. he's he's had 
usually what United do is they give the manager the first window to do whatever they want. And then the everything else is uh, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Bro, four straight windows straight could have done whatever he wanted and has done an absolute fucking madness, bro. Like, he, the only player that he, that, that really I would keep from what he sat, from who he signed is Martinez and barely because he fell off a cliff, right? And Mount because he hasn't played. <laughs> Those two players are the only. <laughs> that he's purchased, that I would keep post his tenure. So that means that there's a grand total of 300 million that has gone down the absolute pan. What does that even look like on the books, Elijah? Bloods. When you buy a man for 80 million like Anthony, but then he's obviously not worth 80 million, how do, what do you put on the books? I mean, like I said before, you, you can actually like write down, you can write off uh, an an asset to when you re-evaluate re but I'm not sure they've done that with Anthony because that would have been clear on the books um, <laughs> so I don't think they've done it with he's worth 10 I, I don't think they've done it with Anthony but but, <laughs> but but to be fair because on the balance sheet it all gets lumped into one you can't see it individually for players so maybe they have <laughs> yeah, they probably have, and I think you'd, you'd spot that. And then obviously Hoyland gets the the fourth. Um, Gad, you said the celebration second you. Nah, do you know Boston. what? Yeah, do you know what? People complain about celebration, but I think me and Mariah when we were talking the other day about Ronaldo. He will celebrate something in the park the same way as the World Cup final. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, hater. I'm a hater. I'm a hater. No, but the thing is, yeah, it wasn't. Anthony Badway had four different set, set celebrations in that. It was just Didn't like he, he or something. Didn't he do like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, he, he was doing an absolute madness. Hoyland was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, man, we absolutely like. Do you know what? I think <laughs> fucking shit. Hey, right, this is crazy. I think I, I I think I must have wrote in my post match. Yeah, um, if he has the temerity to be this shit, at least Anthony should should supplement it with some goals and assists. But even then, I was just like, it's just fucking awful. Like he got a goal and assist, and all I can think about, you're fucking shit, mate. And he's just a terrible player. He's I mean, he's just so talentless. He's not smart. Like, if you're that bad, why not revolve your game around just getting in behind and just putting some production on the board? He actually takes away from being able to score goals, to get the ball to feet, to do stupid shit, to act like he's good. He's like, absolutely mad when you break it down like that. Like, he's Fine. dropping deep. Like, oh, give it, give it. Let me get it cracking. And he's not, he can't, like. Spinning around I in like a circle, it. going backwards, he winning throw-ons, man winning throw-ons and applauding the crowd. Bro, people, hell, people keep talking about him defensively. He's the first defensive wing I've, I've actually ever seen, bro. Like, people talk talk about him saying he brings ballot. Bro, just get... He's a fullback, man. Bro. He's a fullback. I've said it before. Caught Malasha out there, he's doing the same thing. Hey, did you, man, see Bruno's post-match comments, bro, about, 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 yeah, about Garnacho and, and Anthony and them, man. What did he say? 
I think it was more about Gar Garnacho. I, I feel like Bru Bruno. I feel like he feels a bit obligated to like put Garnacho down. Just not not on like a evil thing, but I feel like he feels like maybe like just so his head doesn't go because we 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 see Gar Nacho's self confidence is sky high. He's not someone that will be able to like lose it. Yeah, but he is someone that maybe the EU could get over flame. So I feel like Bruno ha does have the tendency to do that more with Garnacho, and he what can be right. How did he play yesterday? Garnacho wasn't good. Um, he it was like them performances where he's greedy. He doesn't. He didn't look up quick enough. Um, shots were getting blocked. He's the way he shoots with his instep is so bad. It's so like meek. But then he'll be he'll be able to crack off a bad shot with his <laughs> with his like laces and that. And but even then, like his tech, like like with his shooting, his technique just it's just very inconsistent for me. But yeah, he wasn't that good. But I mean, do you know what it is with him? Yeah, do you know what it is with him? It's it's one of those ones, uh, like. The inconsistency is going to be in his game anyway. But I can tell when he goes up against those sort of League Two, League One, the lower league players, he feels like he can do the most and take the piss mm -hmm. and not be not be as professional as maybe you should be. And then maybe when you're five, six, you know what? There's less of a concern for you to be doing the stupidness. But when it's like 2 2 or 2 1 or 2 0 even, but the game, especially with Hardy, exactly, yeah, especially with the game, man. But. Yeah. Um, it's to, to to be fair, it's not that bad to me. But I I feel like <coughs> I feel like the conversation is it's interesting the conversation about Garnacho and when other players get into those situations and they don't make that pass and the conversations that has pre preceded that 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 has um come after yesterday because I feel like if that was if, if if there was a lot of other people, they would be getting slandered a lot more. Name names, bro. Name names. Name names, bro. That's a nice segue. All I'm going to say is that I set that up for Seb. Than you, bro. That's a nice segue. I can't lie. I was impressed. I'm on to him. No, no. Seb, go. Frankenstein looking ass. I'm on to him, bro. I'm on to him with his ass haircut. I'm on to this youth, bro. No, I'm, I'm chilling, bro. I'm just saying name names because if that had been MBE, bro, all you would hear is, ah, you're so greedy. You're so... I don't get it, blood. I don't... I don't Surely you can get why a 19-year-old is given a different analysis from a 26-year-old. No, I mean, greedy is greedy, right? When Ronaldo was doing it, because I look at this like Ronaldo, that like when Ronaldo was 19 and people mm -hmm. were telling him to pass, I look yeah. at it like that, right? Yeah. So I look at it from the lens where Ronaldo was greedy, but he was called out and he was abused for being greedy at 19. Mm. So in my so greedy is greedy, right? No, nah, greedy is greedy. Don't mention MB. Yeah, that's simple. No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm also saying, yeah. I'm also, I'm also saying in, in that sense, right, is call the greediness out, but right. I'm not saying that oh, he needs to. I know that um, that inconsistency is gonna be in his game, and I know that wrong decision making is gonna be in his game, but you can still call. It out, yeah, call, it it for, call it for what it is. Yeah, that's not what they're doing, blood. They're just saying, Oh, uh, they don't even mention in my man's name, bro. They're just saying, yeah. Oh, if we get into better areas next time, this is what should be. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell was going on here, bro? Because I thought at the start of the season, I said 
you guys are calling my man greedy. Watch when he's off the pitch, bro. And when my man's off the pitch, you're seeing that guys are still trying to be individual. But I'm saying, yeah, all right, cool. I don't know, bro. Like, like, I would rather let the player that's played almost 400 games, right, try to get something cracking and has always tried to get something cracking for this team and give him more grace versus the person that has barely cracked 50 games or has even played 50 games, bro. It's like the player that I've seen the evidence from that can do these things, I'm going to give grace to versus the player that I've never seen no evidence from. You've come off the bench a few times. You've scored a couple winners. You've got an overhead kick in your locker or whatever. But generally, I ain't seen much from you, my guy, right? So that's that's my thing. Even when Ronaldo came, Ronaldo had back catalogue. Bro, he had back catalogue of doing a madness. He's mashed up bare teams. We're like, okay, this guy's going to be the next star. Right, you there is no next starting with you, bro. Like everything you have is all self-belief, which is great, right? It's great for the team or whatever, but you're not that guy. Like you're not that guy, buddy. Right. So when we kind of look at it in that frame, bro, I'm like, bro, I don't know how my man's playing, but also I don't know how fans are just not calling it out, bro. It's absolutely you know what, bro, do you know what do you, do you know what I've realized? Fans analysis on players simply comes down to if they like them or not. Simple. Simple. There is literally no attempt at consistency. If I like you, I'm going to find a positive in what you've done. If I don't like you, I'm going to find a negative in every little thing you do. So, Garnacho, obviously, people are quite invested in him. And you're hearing Ronaldo comparisons and when Ronaldo was 18 and da 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 blah, blah, blah. So, fan base is starving. That's the long and short of it. When a youngster comes out of the academy... We've lost a few talented players too. Um, they're gonna come out and just overback him, and he's had a he's had a few moments, right? For me, I find him quite frustrating. I, I've said I don't see him as a top talent, a good talent. He's got a lot of improving to do, but how shit our team is also allows him. It allows him to be this way. They are shit. They are not shit. Who are his vets? Like in NBA, you'll say like, who are the vets in the locker room that young G's look up to and set order? Like, look at his vets. Fucking Anthony Sancho. That's why Bruno done what he done though. That's why huh? Bruno. That's why Bruno said what he said and done what he done because what he's like, oh, we need to, we need to get some order, especially you. Like, you know what? If he, he's probably Bruno's probably thinking, if it was Greenwood, I right, cool. Yeah, but you, brother, like you. There's no way I can be taking shit from you. In no way you can't be listening. You're not even that guy. That's the thing, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure, like, Bruno, game recognized game. Like, so ball recognized ball. So Bruno's probably thinking in his head, any other YG but you, my guy, right? And it's true, like, fans are starving or whatever. But even, let's say, like, take it back to Yanazai, yeah? When he came, I was on Yanazai, but I can respect that Yanazai was a mad talent. Like, he was able of doing special things. He's somebody that you're like, you know what, we're shit. You're trying to do your thing, whatever, whatever. Even though I was onto him, I respect, I, I just, I, I respect that he was very, very talented. I just didn't think he was a good player, but I thought he was ultra talented. Bro, Garnacho's neither, bro. For, so for you to be doing the shit that you're doing and you're neither a great talent or a good player, I just think it's madness. And as an institution, we're cooked. Fucking That's it. We, 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 got, we got fans doing fucking polls, yeah. Would you sell Ganacho for seven million? They're saying no, bro. I would no banter. If you, I would sell Ganacho for thirty million. Give me thirty mil, man. Right now, give me, give me thirty mil and a night deal, night sponsorship for United, and. <laughs> <Ganacho>. <laughs> 
Kratos has gone tomorrow, bro. I don't give a shit. Give me the new Predators and Ganato, I'll sell you. That's pure profit, to be fair. Pure profit, Balance off the books, nice. Right off that Anthony shit, we're back in the room. You're not selling for 30 mil, are you, Elijah? You're not selling for 30 mil, are you? No, no, no. I mean, I wouldn't want to sell Garnacho just more so because he is good enough to be in our squad, and I fear what we would replace him with, essentially. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a, just a good player. I, f- I feel like a lot of United fans have really overrated him, but he's yeah, just he's, a, he's tidy, he's decent. Yeah, he's just he's just a calm player, and he could also he's what. 19, like he can improve, so that's fair enough. But people are trying to put this star boy tag on him, like we've seen what it looks like. That's that's not see, a that's the worst thing. People have seen star boy, exactly. we've seen Waza and Ronaldo, like, we've seen mm-mm. like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that one was recent yeah. as well, like. Yeah. We've seen what it looks like. So like, yeah, we've, we've seen what it's look it looks like, bro. But like I said, the fan base is starving. We've got nothing left. We've got no talent in this squad. So you know, a young G coming through the academy, they're gonna jump on that um all day long. Uh let's let's move, move across. So obviously, the reason why Seb's here, um, there's a lot going on. It's not it's not good. Uh MV Rashford caught out <laughs> caught outside. Uh, next uh, day, no, no, can I just say before you go, yeah, the athletic <laughs> and Laurie Whitwell have finished me. I can't lie, bro. The way <laughs> they us, just tell us what, they said. what did they do? Tell us, guys. <laughs> Obviously, like the people started posting pictures of Rash, I think, Thursday night. Thursday, yeah. Was it Thursday night? Um, of Rash in, in a Thursday night, night, and then he missed Friday's training, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the news was that he was ill. Um, and then Whitwell come out and said that essentially he tra- he travelled, he was out on that Thursday night. Um, and that's essentially, they're trying to insinuate that he got pissed. He got, he's got a hangover. He wasn't mm. ill or he caught the illness on the way back or something along, the, along those sorts. Essentially, let's just say Rashford had a hangover and he got absolutely slapped, slapped up. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and yeah, and ever since people have been on, on Rashford for, for different reasons. I think people had already made assumptions about, about what Rashford had done prior and I think he had an incident early on in the season where he went out after the Manchester derby for his birthday and people were on to him about that stupid really it's his birthday let him do what he wants in my opinion um no matter if you win three 0 or not celebrate your birthday what the fuck um but in this instance it does seem as though there's been a bit of a lie and then Hag then came out and did um post uh pre-match interview where he essentially said um Rashford's ill but it's an internal matter so he kind of contradicted himself in a sense of saying well Rashford is ill, but something else has definitely happened. I think there's um, and then, I think the, the, the logic I think I saw because I think apparently his brother went to the club today. Yeah, um, there's two yeah. streams he's ill or he's ill, but this is also still an internal issue. So mm. both things are going on at the same both things are going on at the same time. I, said, I, 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 I think wait, I, I think what initially people said was that he was out on Wednesday. It was pictured on all Wednesday when it, okay. when it happened. But then why I think Gas said that Flair Kondasi is that they said, nah, he was out both nights. <laughs> oh, wow. That, I, I believe I that's what they said. I didn't but, know that. 
but there, but there's a lot of contradicting stuff. Apparently, he flew back. Uh, apparently, he was back on the Thursday. Apparently, he flew back Friday, Friday, fr- morning? Friday yeah. morning, Thursday night. Like, there's a lot of conflicting information. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I believe like the illness, like when you're drinking and that, you can catch an illness. Like that's why you just need to load up on the vitamin C tablets the next day. That's a suggestion for a rash, you know. That's yeah, yeah, what I yeah. say. Um, and then yeah, and then also. Yeah, I've I feel like it's a very complicated situation because I feel like there's other things at play here as well, and I feel like that that is to do with Ten, Ten Hag's approach to it as well in terms of discussing it internally, his brother coming in for a meeting and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a very, hey, very I, might, I might be blackboarding myself. Yeah, so listen, no, need okay. to edit out. But what I hear, Rash don't like no. Ten Hag, man. He don't. Like oh, swear. Like yeah, I've, 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 I think you've mentioned it. I think you, I think you've mentioned it. I think for me, it's a melting pot of so many things. Firstly, he's not having a good season, but then the fan base don't like him as well. On top of that, and I think there's a player who has mentally he's kind of checked out with this with this manager anyway. Um, so for me, it's not something you like to see. If he was having a good season, that the impression of it would have been like whatever, man. Like he's doing his job on the pitch, so it doesn't matter. But when a player isn't, it's very quick to then the assumption be, well, how can he be enjoying his life when he's not doing well I, on the pitch? And I think that's, I think it's ridiculous. But I, I think also as well, the new contract. I feel like we, we've seen it a lot once players get that contract at this age, where they're, like, they're big one, mm. of course. Um, it's like people think that they've dropped off subconsciously. And because obviously Rashford had that run last season and now it's had like this what? season... The contract run, yeah, yeah. So it's like people are. I feel like I feel. I feel like it's a combination of a lot of things, but I mean, I, I just like even even if I do have some issues with what Rashford does, it is so weird to me the the fan base's relationship with, with him now. It is literally insane, like yeah. I feel like he's a player. player at the club. Let me, no. let me let me let me let me just chat before I have to bounce quickly, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm coming for, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, all right, cool. Look, you look at the start of the season, right? You look at actually, you look at last season. Last season was trending this way for Man United, anyway, mm. until Rashford came back from the World Cup. So, really and truly, the season we're having now should have happened last season if it wasn't for him. Scored a deflected goal, uh, Carlin Cup, scored every round of the Carlin Cup, won the Carlin Cup because of him, uh, got into the top four because of him. There, There's no cutting it. But we was trending this way regardless. So people have seen last season and say, oh, okay, like this season is ultra poor. But really and truly, the manager hasn't set anybody up in this team to win at all, right? We look at the start of the season and people were like, oh, okay. Oh, Russ was playing crap. 100% playing, was playing crap. But when you have Lindelof as your left back, bro, like all, all the main players are gone. There's no, there's no Martinez. There's no build up player, or whatever. You're basically just saying, uh, Rashford's there somewhere. Do it, right, right. So that's the context of the start of the season. Surely, okay, he's not doing it. He's making poor position. He comes out the team. Comes out the team for Ganacho, but of course, Ganacho isn't doing it. Now the fullbacks start to come back into the team. You're still keeping Bro on the left, and then you've told Rashford to go out on the right. Right, as a player, I'm just thinking about myself. Like, as a player, it's like, all right, you've got this 19 year old in my position. Now, you know, he's got 
he's able he's able to combine with fullbacks. He's able to do what he's doing. And then you're telling me to play in a position that I don't like. I feel like this this has always been trending for Rashford in regards to him not liking Ten Hag because I just don't feel like he set him up in the best position to win. Um, you also buy Hoyland. You you can you persist with Hoyland, right? You you probably bow to the pressure and say the ball has to go to Hoyland. So now I have to play a whole different game, right? So. I'm just looking at those things and I'm saying, all right, from a personal perspective, I can see why he doesn't like the manager. But I also think that Rashford hasn't covered himself in glory. Um, <clears throat> and I feel like some of the performances have been poor. But what I don't care about this fan base, right, is they were onto him when he was doing the charity thing, right? And he was being a good dude. And rightly so, they're onto him now. So I'm just trying to think, like, what what's the problem here? Like, what's the actual problem here, right? And I look at... And I look at um, the uh, the media, and the media do this right very, very. They do it slight, and only I think I think only I'm onto this because they did it with like Sterling, and they done it with like a few other players. Is the media, in my opinion, humble opinion, always want to get onto the black youths, right? But they can't anymore because it's toxic now. You can't just randomly put out random shit about Sterling or Rashford or whatever, whatever, because we've we've been onto them. Right, it's been called out. The George Floyd thing happened. The 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 thing regarding black pairs is right evident. But if you open up the door for these scumbags, straight away they smell blood and they want to revert back to type, and they're gonna do everything they can to put out piece after piece after piece. As soon as you become toxic to your fan base, they will put out piece after piece after piece after piece on you. So I'm very conscious to that. And I've seen them do it with other players. And I'm like, oh, this is what you guys really want to do. So from the athletic standpoint, I think it's really, really poor. Uh, From the United standpoint, United stand standpoint, I will dedicate the rest of my life. (laughs) I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to see these guys film, right? Especially, especially Mark Goldbridge. Mark Goldbridge, you now have a hater in me, bro. Like you now have a, I'm a, I'm a Mark Goldbridge hater, and I'm gonna be using that mugger account to see. Hey, I already, I already done a recall, <laughs> a recall on certain people's accounts. You're lucky, you caught me on the evidence. <laughs> oh no, I just thought you meant as well. <laughs> But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be doing extensive recalls on everyone. <laughs> you you no. know you know that meme of Hulk Hogan with the N. <laughs> Listen, y'all will crumble every sweat. Every slide you could possibly think hey, of. Listen, y'all yeah, will that search, you're at magnifying gloves, the top right corner. Listen. The top right hand corner. Hey, I've hey, got your belly. Hey, listen. Hey, hey. Hey, listen. Hey. <laughs> you're lucky. You're one lucky. One G, just in case. But I'm on to y'all with the biggest recall ever, bro. Because hey, what they're hey. doing is absolutely <laughs> nasty. Have we been to Niger? Niger. Hey, <laughs> hey Seppi. Yo. Quick one. Yeah. I, I've got two questions. Obviously, I know I'm not trying yeah. to take host's duty or whatnot. I'm just yeah, interested. Um, um, what, what, what aren't you happy with the with what the Athletic did? Not that I'm trying to back them. I'm just genuinely interested. And um, where do you think Rashford hasn't helped himself 
this season in a general basis. I think, I think obviously the, the the word on the street is he suffers through certain problems, right? Whether it's like the alcohol thing or the sleeping, but that's that's just the word on the street, right? And that's where I just don't think he's helped himself. I don't know if that's been a thing that's always been with him or it's something he's picked up. I don't know if it's to do with the pressure, the microscope or whatever, because really, and the media have said it and people have said it, is everything Man United is amplified by a million, right? So you've got a player here who's really carrying the weight of the club because we're so shit and everything he does is amplified by a million. So I don't know... Is if that's where the drug abuse or whatever abuse, if they if that's even true, I don't know if that's how that starts, right? And then also, I don't know if he's taking the necessary steps. And again, I wouldn't know this to actually try to rectify that problem. But let's say he's not taking the necessary steps, and let's say he is suffering from whatever. Is the best you the the the, the most important thing you can do is just not do it in the public, right? So just don't get caught. If you're not getting caught. There is no issue, bro. If you don't get caught, you don't go into, you know, mainstream media, nobody can say nothing. But as soon as you do it publicly, you 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 kind of open up the door for ridicule, you open up the door for the microscope, you open up the door for slander, for people to question your loyalty to the team, etc. 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 And people are not even caring about your mental health, they're not caring about all these things because they just want to get onto you. Now, in regards to the athletic, right, is um the athletic. For me, right, have gone over and beyond to definitely find this information, right? Because what they probably did is message people like, yo, you got information, you got information, and it came back with the recall, right? And that's what I think really is nasty is because you see a player, actually a player that you will be supporting in the international tournaments, probably potentially going through certain things. You also definitely know the information that's going rumbling behind the scenes because many journalists know this information. So if you have that information, probably understand what it's going through. What you've done is prioritize clicks, which naturally, which is what they do, or subscriptions or whatever, over a player's mental health and been so giddy and so excited to drop this information and actually compound more pressure on the player who really and truly doesn't really need to be compounded on because he gets it from the fans anyway, right? And I'm not saying you don't do your job and I'm not saying that um, you don't... um, you don't fulfill your journalistic obligations, right? But what I'm saying is there's probably a way to do it, right? There's probably a way to do it. There's probably, like, you know, a way to word it, but they've just worded it in a way that's put in, like, just basically fan the flame, right? And that's what I think is kind of nasty. And I was kind of joking about the United Stand thing, because United Stand, again, everyone has agendas. We have agendas. They will have their own agendas because Rashford said no to them or, or, or discounted them or whatever. But And I don't really, like, focus on them because they're dorks. Right, but I'm more so focused on the athletic. Like the athletic is a credible, is a credible, uh, credible uh, platform, and I just think that um, when uh, mental health or when bias isn't at um, the forefront of the conversation, um, they just don't give a shit and they just go full, full throttle and do whatever they're doing, really. Because I think there's there's many things that are currently going out, you know, going on with footballers. You've got, I don't know what's going on, Carl Walker, he's doing this mad thing, right? He's doing this, whatever, he's doing whatever he's doing or whatever. That's that's not news to me. You're throwing other man in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah, man, you're doing nastiness, Kyle Walker, and you're just doing all these other stuff. And, you know, they're not talking about that or talking about other problems, like other players and stuff like that. Where's where's that Grealish? I ain't seen Grealish in years, 100 million man, 100 million pound man. I ain't seen him play football, whatever. Do you know what I mean? There's just many players you can speak on. But again, Man United, um, biggest brand in football. Um, so you're under the microscope. And that's what I just kind of thought was nasty. But it is where it's all fun in, um, in war. And I will be using that mugger account to go to war. So. <laughs> Um, the thing is, I've just read the article where, and the way to be fair, it's weird because I was listening to talk of the devils and Andy, and um, Andy Mitten, the way he, the way he was speaking about Rashford, he was just said he's really worried about him in terms of like he's, like in terms of like what's happening with him and that he doesn't look happy in body language and that, and to me, couldn't in it. Uh, no, no, like the thing is to me, when I heard that, it was I was kind of thinking about those rumors that Sebi was talking because to me, I I do feel like they kind of know, but they can't say any, anything yeah. yet. Yeah, essentially. So, but just just even reading the article, like it's so funny because they said, yeah, um. They they said yeah apparently he 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 was out on Wednesday night but no that the, the athletic have confirmed with multiple sources that he was out both nights and he took a flight in the early morning on the Friday like the way they've worded it it's kind of it's not like it's not like an attack piece but it's very yeah. forthright and to be fair right. it's information that probably I don't I'm not that it shouldn't have been but, but is it a value add really like you know there's already just, there's already enough there for the conclusions that need to be made to be made. Yeah. You've but, decided to really like stick the knife in. Yeah. They that's that's essentially what they've done. They've basically stuck the knife in. And yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying with Rick Rashford. Whereas with other situations with like your Sancho's and I'm not gonna say his name, but that mm-hmm. other you <laughs> um yeah, um like I've I'm I guess I'm a bit harsher, but with the rash thing, I feel like there's a it's a combination of many things, and I, and I feel like it's a problem that stemmed before Ten Hag, and it's resurfacing now. And yeah, I, f- I feel like what is really concerning to me is that I feel like United's pastoral care of players is clearly fucking shit. Right. Like, because if we look at it. There's Ra- Rashford, there's a Sancho, right, right, and like yeah. there's even other cases that we haven't even heard about, right. So like that's yeah, that's a real, real concern. Yeah, the club is just shit, man. The club is yeah. just shit. You know, at least our manager's learning to keep things internal, right? It's an internal matter. At least he's developing. Do, that no, but do you know what? I feel like I've been in Egypt. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Yeah, I don't no, because. <laughs> I feel like he actually has more time. I, I think the only time he hasn't was when, not even Sancho this season, where last season he, he said the mental thing. I think that's the only time that he's actually kind of... I think that should, like, I think jokes... No, I'm not saying jokes, I was joking about it. But I think that that should be discussed more because I think the, 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 the view in public and the fans need to have a lot more empathy for these players and I think that the, the disillusion the issue is that people come to the conclusion that because you're young and you're rich it means that you, you can't have any mental health issues but imagine your job 
you go to your job uh, every day and there's thousands of every week and there's thousands of people. That spreadsheet was shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my mind would be gone. Imagine you play for a team that's only getting one game a week and you train as hard as you possibly can and you're on the bench or you don't get picked. Imagine your whole dream must from a and yes, they get paid a lot of money, but there is studies show that you get to a certain threshold where you make a certain amount of money and money is no longer the thing that makes you happy. You've achieved your financial comfort, right? So now it's the it's the pleasure and the joy you get from just simply playing football. And you guys know people in football, you're work adjacent to football, so you'll know there's a lot more in the background that we can't necessarily talk about on this on on this pod, but I think those sort of things should actually be highlighted front and centre and they shouldn't hide these things because this is real. This is people's real lives, you know? Everything is fine. Or then, yeah, it may result in fans of other clubs coming out and saying whatnot, but your fans at the very least should be able to put your arms around your players and support your players, you know? And then I don't know if this is a fair comparison to make here, but like I couldn't see Arsenal fans doing what we've done to Rashford, to Saka. Like, I, 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 maybe because they're having toxic at one point, but I think they generally tend to look after their young, their like, their their young players um, as a fan base, shall I say, much better than we have in, in recent years, and that might be due to fortune of, of performance on the pitch and whatnot. But um, I, I couldn't see them doing that to Saka, so yeah, I don't know. I couldn't either, but to be fair, I feel like with Rashford, he had that sack period with a lot of United fans. I feel like it was only up until like 2019, 20, yeah, 2019, where people turned, like the last Jose year, I feel like that's when people kind of, the it became like really, really bad. Um, and then since then, he's been just been trying to fight against it. Even though, if you look at the next two seasons, he put up numbers them seasons, which is That's quite interesting. Saying that because he would have been seen as like during that period he came through what 2014, 15, or 15, 16, 15, 20, 16, right? 2016, yeah. Um, he would have been still the fresh face, he wouldn't have been embedded in the club and viewed as the issue. But obviously, as time passes, um, people's views were altered due to the fact he'd been he's been at the club for so long. So, yeah, it's a good point you make about sort of. That Mourinho period, and I think Mourinho divided our fan base as a, as a whole as well. You either had your Mourinho lovers or the people yeah. that were against Mourinho. Then you had people that loved Oli and people that didn't like Oli, and then people blamed Oli for Rashford's injury issues. And people were like, "No, it's not Oli's fault." Then who, who was next? Who was our next manager after Oli? Raniak and then Ten Hag. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think you made a good point about that sort of time period. With, um, yeah. So that. it's just it's been difficult, but. When, like Mariah, you said about um, clubs being more forthright with it, I feel like there's a balance to play because we've seen it with Sancho, even when they did do that, it be- kind of became a stick to being with that. Like, ah, you got like those three months off, and then you, you're still not back to where we think you should be. And then if they hide it, you're basically kind of piling on the pressure because p- people will be like, yo, where is. My man, my man. damned if so. Basically, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. So, like, a man can a man can say he's been injured for a long time, and like they're saying they're giving updates and whatever. But yeah, man, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yes, it's absolutely peaking. I think we're now in the era where like all this stuff comes out. Like, people are well connected who aren't in football, so we hear about a lot of these things, which. 
back in the day, like man would be full blown alcoholics and just come and play on a Saturday, come and play on a Sunday. Like, <laughs> like, like, like literally, like literally earlier, I must have seen like a random TikTok came up about um who would you love to see a documentary about? And it would, and someone said Lingard. And in the background, it was about he had this. He had, he had this interview that I never heard before. We were saying, yeah, he was literally at a point where he would drink to go to bed because that was the only way he could cope. At, Diary at, of a CEO? Huh? Was it the one on Diary of a CEO? I don't think so. I think it was an interview in The Times. Oh, wow. And, he, and like, I must have read, retweeted it earlier saying, yeah, like, literally, he literally said drinking alcohol was like a nightcap to, to him because, like, that was the only way he could he could numb the pain from the whole United situation and the situation with his mum and dad. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that again, like the pastoral care that United are given. Because even at that point, a lot of fans were talking a lot of shit about Lingard. Right. And of course, like that's their private life and they need to want to come forward with it. But also, there's a certain point where. Like, like they need to be protected and I don't think United do that well enough and I feel like that's a problem that we've seen with Rashford here and it's a to me it's a complicated situation he needs to do better the club has always needs to do better and it's just the uh, football in general is just like it's like a bad place for this type of thing but yeah man. it is yeah. but I think yeah I think it's also a reflection of like how society is nowadays, you know? Um, and I think back in the day, I think it's good that these things, like, at least people are more aware of it because I think back in the day, like, these guys would just push these feelings deep down, you know? And yeah. those would, 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 like, show themselves in all sorts of different ways. So I think it's important. I remember, I think it was Ragnick, when he came in, he wanted to get a therapist, didn't he? He wanted to get, like, yeah. a sport therapist for them I can't I can't remember what happened but say what you want to say about Fergie but when he was a manager that was a family you know that, nah, that, yeah. that was a family I think in Fergie's book he said um there was one time where a player came to him to ask for a day off and he flew off the handle saying why do I go on the day off for and then the, and then the player just said his mum died and, and then he realized yeah yeah I've read that yeah story. and then Fergie was like fuck yeah shit <laughs> like you know, it's weird because and like we've seen Fergie like in terms of what he done with the players off the pitch and mm. that was a guy who knew people's psychology so well where he was able to get the best out of them on the pitch and right. off the pitch and that's it and I feel like you're, as much as people talk about the things that we lost with Fergie that's one of the biggest things just that player care that we actually used to the fact that it all most of it came from him and that's why you have players now even still call, calling him father like anderson everyone like play, players from across the world different backgrounds they all look looking the other day, isn't it? yeah literally like literally you they were able to look at him because he he, he was able to deal with people from different walks of life so well and that comes from a manager, but that also comes from the club. And Fergie was able to instill that family feeling in the club. And we've lost that a bit, really. So, yeah, man. Yeah, not even, uh, not even a bit, completely. Yeah. This shit means something to me, man. 
the the only person that they talk about whose family is the receptionist and the dinner lady. <laughs> That's it, bro. That's the, the one friends. The one from the Beckham doc who didn't want to talk about the <laughs> the, the, the bullets in the mail. The bullets. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, are they both cafios? One cafio, no, I think the receptionist. Yeah, good old cafe. Let's finish up with some listeners' questions. First is from C Business Only. With all the players we have had post so Alex Ferguson up to today, what would you guys best 11 and where do you think they would sit in the league? I think we've done oh, this so no. many. So many times, man. So many times. Uh, De Gea in goal just because his peak was the highest. Um, who do you have I, right back? I, I mean, who else could it be? It was De Gea. <laughs> it was De Gea the whole time, wasn't it? Yeah. Who do you have at right back? Who? What fucking right backs have we had, man? Post Fergie. Uh, Raphael, man. Raphael. Raphael, 14-15. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who would your centre-backs be? Uh, blind 15 16, and oh. I need some athleticism in there, brother. Yeah, give that's why I was, give me I, I was gonna say Martinez, then I realized, oh, this kind of yeah, I know. Yeah. So, give me by first season, yeah, yeah, I might go by first season, yeah. Um, and then who do you have at left back, Luke Shaw? Um, one of his good seasons, yeah, so, um, yeah just give him. Yeah. Yeah, um, midfield three, I guess. Um, Casemiro, October from Feb. <laughs> October 2022 to February 2023. What a sicko! Can I, can I, can I, can I throw in? Can I throw in? Oh, Harry, please do. Yeah, hear me. Harry, let me against City, Arsenal, <laughs> and Liverpool in that house first season. Yeah, so to, to, to be fair, he was pretty good in 16 17 as well. From like Jose? October, yeah, from like October to Jan. Um, but basically, we lost against Chelsea. Subsets of seasons, yeah, yeah. We lost against Chelsea, I believe, late late October, like the 22nd or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, I believe he changed to a 4 3 3 with Carrick up until we faced Liverpool in Jan. And then basically they man marked him, and then after that, Jose kind of dis- discarded him. But, but 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 then also I think he had a bit of a problem, and that's the reason why he retired that he got in 2017 as well. But yeah, um, yeah, cool. subsets of seasons. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, Carrick, um, that period. Pogba. Um, Which Pogba though? Pogba. I liked. That Pogba that played that season where he got injured against Everton and it fell apart. Was that Oli? Oh, that was twenty twenty one. Yeah, but yeah, that's Oli. Right? Yeah, but you but you need to remember up until like November he was looking scary. So it was like December to Feb. Yeah, oh, oh, December to. What about Feb. the Pogba that was let loose um, under Oli's like first couple let months? Loose. That was like, what four two the four two three one. I didn't even like that Pogba that much, you know. I feel like, of oh, course, right. he was good, but mm. he was just he was just putting numbers on the board. He yeah, was, I, I, I feel, it was just I like him when he's 
Actually, I don't mind that Pogba. I just think if that's the Pogba we're going to use, we have to have another player next to exactly. Carrick. But who exactly. would you use as that other player next to Carrick then? Van Persie. Oh. Got deep into midfield to link. You know what? Do you know what? I'm 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 gonna throw a wild one out there. Good. Fellaini fourteen. I knew 15. you were gonna fucking Fellaini say fourteen that. fifteen. Fucking say Fellaini, man. Fellaini fourteen fifteen. I'm one of his big, biggest haters, but that season, he, he was moving me a bit. He was moving me a bit. Van Gaal was, was crazy. It was crazy. Van Gaal's a and, he's a. And also, there was one game where Valencia played right centre mid versus Everton. Blasting. That's a blast. I, I missed that. I, I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> no, so, no. Yeah. That diamond. Oh, crazy. So what other good midfielders have we had post-Fergie? So, obviously, Carrick, Pogba. Who else have we had who've been a stellar? Not not stellar. Um, I believe... Do you know what? Herrera, 16, 17. He, he, I believe he could be a good link man between the Pogba and Carrick, you know? Mm. You're not having Bruno last season in there? Fucking the most media season I've ever... Bro, like, let's have it right. The fact people were hyping that season... Is actually it. Oh, it shows how I knew you were gonna do that. That's why I asked. I knew you were gonna do that. No, the, the, I thing that gonna flip. the thing that gets me so angry is the fact that Jeff really tried to say, I can see you changing your tune. About yeah, Jeff, Jeff, season. Was, Jeff was wild in early season and the preseason into the start of the season because everything was hypothetical at that point. He was putting up a triple double. Then we actually started playing football. Then we actually started playing football, and the hypotheticals had to go out the window. Um, so you're saying Carrick, Pogba, and that Fellaini? I guess. No, no, no. I'll say Pogba, Carrick, Herrera. Cool. All right. Who do you have on the right hand side? Mm mm. Twenty twenty. Keep going. Do you have um, on the left? <laughs> <laughs> the left? Uh, Rash What's 19. What's your favourite Rashford? Rash 1920. Cool. That, that then, was special. Before he, before he got injured, that, that was special. Winter man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then who, who do you have up top? Yeah, it, 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 it can only be one. Zlatan. NHS That Pogba and Zlatan two-man game. That Pogba and Zlatan two-man game. Are you mad? <laughs> he was 36. He was put, He was going to put up 30 or comps at 36. The worst thing is, yeah. The worst thing is, like, there were people that were saying, oh, Pogba was, was only playing the passes because he knows Zlatan is an athletic enough to bring it out the air. And I'm like... You're <laughs> understanding your teammates. I don't understand your teammates' qualities. He Bro, hasn't, because, he be, hasn't be, done it. What do you, because the worst thing is, is that when he left, he was doing them three balls to Rashford and he put more pace on them because Rashford was going to get onto it. Right, he, was just, right, 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 he was being a good passer, essentially. so sad for the career he had here, man. Like, I'm yeah. so sad that he's going to like retire and people are going to be like, up, like talking about him like he's not one of the most talented midfielders we've ever seen, but 
I, yeah, I think I'd be remiss not to go with one of them, Marshalls. Marshall again, another this club, man. Fucking hell, <laughs> you've ruined some footballing talents. My words, and, and you know what? That's that's a good silver line, silver lining about this team right here. There's no talent to ruin, so there's ruin. nothing to get upset about. Yeah, Manu, hopefully. Oh, yeah. fuck's sake, I forgot about him. <laughs> Omar didn't get on yesterday. Do you know what? I feel like that was more to do with politics than anything because Forson, we're trying to get him to sign a contract. So okay. Is he supposedly, supposedly good? He's not good, but we're, we're trying to get him to sign a contract. And Anthony, obviously, wants him as, as many minutes out there to justify signing. So two political acts up against Ahmad there. Oh, man, you got Keir Starmer as our manager. Yeah, bro. Uh, at least that's a political act where he's doing something, and you know, not just saying no comment on that. See, <laughs> uh, business only. Who's an ideal replacement for Eric Ten Hag? I don't even care. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. This group of players, whoever it is, is going back to basics, man. You ain't got technicians, you ain't got athletes, you ain't got heart, you ain't got spirit, you ain't got intelligence, you ain't got nothing, man. So bring in whoever, man. They're starting from scratch. Exactly. But like that's the thing with me. Like, even me, I don't even care about the manager. I really dis these players really disgust me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's just so bad. Their attitude fucking stinks. Some of them are prima donnas, like fuck off, man. But they're at a club that allows this, you know. So again, the problem is us. Uh we have a question from Saint Gupta, but it was about Garnacho for 70. We've answered that. Next one's from Chenny Boy, not related to current United stuff because I'm tired. Happiest Manchester United memory. It'll be it'll be before two. 2013, I'll tell you that. Yeah, what? Yeah, that's fine. Um, happiest Manchester United memory. Definitely the Nelfi's Champions League final slip. It was quite an easy one to give as well, I know. But, um, was that it? Yeah. I, actually thought, I thought we were going to lose to Chelsea because we never really beat Chelsea during that period. Um, we did Wait, we beat them 3 0 at our place, but generally speaking, no, around that. That uh, was Roman the next season. Okay. That was the next season under Scolari. Scolari I, believe, I believe that season they beat us 2 1 at Stanford Bridge. I can't remember what the score was in the home game, though. Yeah, I didn't see us beating Chelsea, man. So just to actually, I know Terry. Terry got to beat them. Yeah. Terry missed, Terry yeah. slipped as well. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. My my best one's obviously 1999. Um, also, the seven-one against Roma. Oh man! You know what? That game, yeah. Do you know what was so mad about that game? Because literally a week earlier, we went to Roma and we got absolutely battered the whole game, except yeah. for that one Rooney goal. And the reason why that Rooney goal is so funny because I will never forget. Andy Grace said on commentary, if he was playing for England, he is heading that. He's not having the composure to chest it down and then put it in. And I was saying, kid, fuck you, Andy Gray. You're a fucking liar. It really is amazing. But the next That's what we, we, lo we lost, right? That's yeah, yeah, because the worst thing is we literally scored and then straight after, Vucinic scored to make it 2-1. Yeah, but, we went, did we go a man down in that game? 
I, I don't think so. That wasn't maybe. the one where that wasn't maybe it not. It might have been Skulls because Skulls was I, all, think, I don't know if that's the same. We went a man down, we lost it 2 1, then they came to us and got battered. But I remember a memory which isn't a happy memory from the one when we did lose to them away, Roma. We watched it like one of our friends in school had like a base, like he had like a basement where we could like watch games, but like he wasn't a football fan, he didn't support Man U, but like he just randomly invited two of us, I'll come to my house to watch the game. And like he let us watch it, but then he like kind of left us to it, like not really hosting, no hospitality, and it was just cold. So I remember we lost, so we went through like we lost because we were watching in this cold ass place, man. Like making sure we don't watch the return leg in this place. Like, why are we even here? You don't even support my new okay, this guy's house to lose. So that that, that seven one was class. I remember in the build up, Roma fans were like, Yeah, Mancini's better than Ronaldo, Totti's better than Ronaldo, and um. My friend's like, listen, Totti, fine, we'll give you Totti. He's a he's a legend. But man, CD, man, fucking CD, how bloody dare you? And then we spazzed on them. Um, did you know? Did you know that night was Ronaldo's first Champions League goal? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And he like, had been playing with us since 2003. Yeah. Do you know, like, do you know how bonkers that is? Yeah, and he scored 140 in that competition. Bro, do you know how bonkers that is? Crazy. But yeah. Crazy. I, uh, but the, uh, do you know what? I all against like, AC to win three two. Oh. That that one was so good. That, but that second leg, that second leg really, that second leg really ruined that for me because I will went to the time. Though, at that time. Oh, I love. Yeah, that. it was amazing. But I, but I feel like I think it's between the counter attack goal against Bolton in two thousand seven or the game against Arsenal when we beat them three 0 because that which three nil one was that um Hamid, no, three one three one um yeah yeah um but that but that Bolton counter attack goal was like I was like fuck I was like yeah. yo that was peace there was, like, another goal, yeah. peak. there was another goal Rooney and Tevez scored uh, where like they did a one two Tevez back heeled it Rooney yes. touched I believe I remember I said this is football these are footballers this is like, what it looks like bro like the worst thing is Tevez was the worst trader on the football pitch every single training session since he came to match day he just switched it on he just switched it on Tustin, I was funny enough I, was, I read something the other day from him was that he didn't like the way they trained in England so he had like his own trainer so then like when he'd go home, he'd train like with his trainer That's for like like another hour or whatever. And people wouldn't like realize that. Hold on, this guy who trains like how's he a monster on the pitch? Because in training he does fuck all, but it's because he got he had his own like PT who he'd like run through. He, That's he'd crazy. First yeah, of, yeah. El, El, El Burro. I remember when West Ham signed. Like I don't know if you guys ever saw him at Corinthians when he was still far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was still rapid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he came to. Bro, yeah. I saw him at fucking Boca, yeah. I thought, oh, this guy. And he went to Corinthians, he's done a bad thing. Yeah. And then asked, I will never forget the day where they said, yeah, Tevez and Mascherano are coming to England. But but we don't know to who. I yes. said, what? <laughs> I said, what? I remember. I remember. Everyone thought it's definitely going to be Chelsea. Yes. Then it becomes West Ham, I'm like... I used what? to I used to grab Mascherano every time on FM. 
every time on FM. So I knew, I knew, I knew him very, very. When he went to Liverpool, I was heartbroken, man. Yeah, man. I was absolutely heartbroken when Mascherano went to Liverpool. But that um, also the when we went two 0 down against Spurs and then we beat them four two. Yeah, um, that game. In fact, yeah. I'm actually lying. My favorite moment is the three two run. Ronaldo takes the stop off, throws it in yes, there. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're, we're just too powerful. You can't <laughs> beat us. Like, you can't beat Ah, oh, man. We've seen some things, man. Right, that's a good question. I can't remember the last time I smiled about this. <laughs> um, next one is Afo Afa Afs. Which United players wouldn't stand out at AFCON? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> you would. That's crazy, that's crazy loaded question, yeah, by the way. <laughs> no, but, but the thing is, like, stand out in what way? I think you mean look good. I mean, they, what people still don't get is that I'm, I'm sure he does get good players don't look good. At yeah. Afcon. So I'm not sure <laughs> because if you stand out at Afcon, then there's a particular <laughs> there's a particular way your foot aligns in the grass where <laughs> like you're able to do a bit of a magic. So it's like, yeah, yeah. If you're standing out at Afcon, it's interesting. Still. Yeah, because like, isn't I'm about standing up at AFCON right now, so. We. <laughs> um, who would stand out? Who would stand out? I think Juan Basaka would be at home there. Yo. What? <laughs> Calvin Bassi. <laughs> That's Juan Basaka. Blastic. Blastic. Are you nuts? Calvin Bassi put up a Blastic. That must be crazy. Nah. Uh, yeah, Juan Basaka. If I had to pick anybody, I can't even say... Uh, I don't say Onana. Onana was. He went there to embarrass himself, man. He has to re-retire, man. He has to. <laughs> I think. I think a wild card one would be um, Martinez. Yeah, tussle. Yeah, tussle. just tussle. And tussle. and if he was still here, Fred by far, man. That's chaos ball. Bro. That's Fred. That's Fred. That's I... Fred. I have legit watched Guinea Bissau. I said I thought Fred was playing it. In- <laughs> 11, 11 Freds, fam. Bro, literally 11 Freds. Uh, he's he's going down as a cult hero at Fenerbahce. Bro, give me, ele- give me 11 Freds. I will win you two at AFCON. Give me Zidane and 10 planks of wood and I'll win you the champions. <laughs> 11 friends and I'll win you AFCON and the next one is Nsue or Hoyland <laughs> right these AFCON guys you go and check what team they're playing for and it's the 7th division of Lithuania like what's going on this tournament is not real it's Damn. not real <laughs> bro that's why they come here and they are playing for that move bro you're playing for that move yeah. It's real, man. It's, it, it means more when the crest, your country's crest is on your own. Got some amazing goals, man. Amazing. Uh, next one from ZS underscore London. Shout him out, you guys know, long-term listener. I rate Rashford. Not as highly as some of the mandem on the pod. But regardless, the discourse around being so, around him being so toxic is so weird to me. What do you guys feel is the solution to this? I almost want him to leave for his own good. Uh, second question, obviously, the clock news was mad. So, obviously, we've spoken on um, Rashford. Uh, Klopp, he's leaving. What are you thoughts, boys? Good fucking riddance, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Good fucking riddance. Yeah. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, welcome to hell, Liverpool fans. No, literally, I'll yeah. fucking tell you that now, mate. Literally, yeah. Like, if if not for COVID, that title win would have been absolute hell. They didn't get a fucking parade. Bro, no, but you need to understand, yeah. Even before COVID, they were like 25 points ahead. Yeah. They, the way they, the fact that we have been able to collectively call that the COVID season is absolutely amazing PR work from all rival fans involved. I'm so proud because we have really lessened that title to half of what it was. And I'm so happy. I'm so so happy. They can't go out with a title. They just can't. Bro, like, it's incredible. But yeah, Yeah, um, I'm so happy. I'm so, so happy. Like, I can't even put into words that news, that cop end space. I'd pay to be in their GC when that news drops. I can't lie. Yo, yo, your message to fucking Mush. Oh, man. (laughs) It was so funny that he read it and didn't reply. He still hasn't replied. (laughs) What did you say? Oh, I, I think I said, uh, well, let me check it. because I, I No, you it. said you look like you're going through on, on, on the pod. I love it for fuck's sake. Yeah, I was like, you look rough, brother. The flood of my enemies, man. <laughs> for God's sake. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, man. I'm just, I'm just yeah. so, so happy. Like, that's it's crazy. Their heads are gone. Their heads are gone. Bro, this like, is, I'll never have another better manager. It doesn't matter. You could come and win ten league titles. You'll never be not, better than you'll never be better than Klopp. Football's not the same. He, the the thing that really makes me happy is when they say it was more than the football. It was him as a person. Get the fuck out. <laughs> your love of him is directly linked to the fact that he made your football team fucking successful. Bro, him as a person, man. It, about him as a person, Don't man, are uh, talking about ah, oh, p- politically he aligns with Liverpool. Get the fuck out of it! Get the fuck out of it! The fucking values of the city, the bullshit that Ellis tried to sell us in the first year of Touchline Fracker. Yeah, the values <laughs> of the city—that's not in line with the values of the city. I won't speak <laughs> on our response to that, but no, no, I am so happy. I'm so yeah. like the joy, the joy I saw. No, no, you are figured yet. I even watched that video for the first time with my dad. We watched it together. You know how did your dad take it? Yeah, he did not take it well. (laughs) (laughs) I I held my joy back very well. That's all. That's what I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it was so such a weird video, like cryptic and at times sounded like he'd been ill and yeah bro like the thing is at, at first i was like i was actually a bit a, a, a bit worried because i thought he was ill so i thought mm-hmm. but then once well, once i re- re- realized he wasn't yeah man that That's yo fucking yo, yo even even today i saw julia tweet i'll be going about my day then i remember that Klopp has left Oh my god, that's so funny. I'll be going about my day. But I remember that this is this is it. This oh, this is what I live for. This is what this oh my god, man. 
This yeah. is just amazing. I, I, I stood on the sidelines with tears streaming down my face. <laughs> this is what it is. Oh my this god! Is what I miss about the game. <laughs> the, the collective head loss has. I've been not seen anything real. like it. I've not seen anything like it. I don't think we were. We weren't like this when Fergie was left. I don't no, know. we weren't. We weren't. But to be fair, I feel like there's a certain dramatic nature as a Liverpool fan that they have. So I feel like just the shock of the news plus them generally as fans. That's what you get. Yeah. I mean, but I can't overstate how much this has made me happy. Not even just about the news because obviously amazing manager, what he's done in Liverpool has been amazing. But fuck all of that. The collective head loss has been amazing to see. It's brought so much joy. These these, these past four days just been a lot of joy. This season is going to be bittersweet. And they bottle that title. If no. they bottle that fucking title. The thing is, I want them to go close again. Yeah, I need them fucking to go close. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all that's left. That's all that's yeah. left. That's all that's left, man. Just just to have the last season be a microcosmic reminder of you're close, but you failed time and time again. Hood ain't good enough, man. And your hood ain't hood enough. Hey, uh... Tash27 underscore. You lot see us improving at all with Leecher, Shaw, Casemiro, etc. Back, or do you think we're stinking up the joint until the end of the season? It looks bad, man. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, just, bad. it just looks bad, even with better individuals. I, I think the players have just... They've, they've lost them, man. No, do you know what? L- looking back at it now, that Dortmund preseason game, we all should have been very, very... That was a precursor! <laughs> <laughs> That first 60 minutes with the players that don't play, we actually, that's the best we've played all season. And I'm including every single, even the Palace game and the League Cup and all of that. That's, that, that's the best we played all, all season. Those 30 minutes when the first teamers came on, I said, yo, yo. Yeah, but we didn't. And t- yeah, you're right. But we didn't. We just thought, oh, they're rusty. They haven't played that much once they get their fitness. But they've been terrible. They've been terrible. Since, like, since like February, bro. So <laughs> it's almost a year. What a yeah, yeah. They've literally been shit since they won the League Cup. Cool. Um, Mo Abdi 13 underscore. What are the best clubs for my guy Rashford to go to? Go replace Mbappe at PSG when he goes nah, around. He's staying here. He's staying here, man. You're not succeeding. <laughs> you're not. You're not succeeding elsewhere because I swear to God, I'll just burn down old track Trafford. That that's it. That's it. You can't have a guy like Rashford come through your academy, leave, leave with the acumen money he could potentially leave with, and then go succeed somewhere else. No, 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 no. Not on my watch. We not fell together. Watch. We succeed together. That's it, man. That's so funny. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Zeki 98 in the summer should we just target a 20 goals a season type nine and just focus on or just focus on the now or do you think Hoyland has some upside that we should try to develop I mean I don't know you're still talking about a, a, a striker how how many strikers do we have do we have to go through before you realize the supply line is is, is a main issue it's he fine. barely got a look at goal against Newport he his first shot was his goal but that was that was his first shot of the game. Apparently, there's a stat um of Hoyland where his last three goals haven't been assisted by United players or something stupid like that. 
No, no, five out of the eight goals he scored have not been assisted by a year United player. Love it. Two, and guess who two out of, of, of the three that assisted were? Two of them wow. were, were, were Rashford. And people complain about the connection that he's being a selfish and greedy. More time, Rashford's the only one who's a, able to connect with him. But, you know, people don't w- w- watch with their eyes. All right, and final question. It's a don't add. Will Muga stop after we become great again? Of course not. That will become even worse. Made, made United great it's, Bro, again. this is this is what I love about the title of the pod. It could just change. Don't worry, the sun will shine on us again, brothers. Yeah, you've been saying well, that for the last five years. Hey, that's that's been outro about for like five years. Five, literally five years, my guy. And five more years to go. <laughs> Lads, as always, a pleasure. Gaz, Elijah, we'll see you uh, next week, man. Peace oh, yeah, we've got Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yeah, we've got West Ham on Sunday. Ah, oh, damn. The friends back. back. And back. Wolves, Wolves on Thursday. We've got Wolves this Thursday? Yeah, just Thursday. Hey, right. Molly, you, they may have something for us, you know. Of course. Bro, they are still, they are still pissed about the first game. Yeah, Gary O'Neill, yeah. Neto's back. Hold that. Yeah, yeah. This is right, still. See you. Peace. Peace. I shoot my shot, I hit my toes. I let man act like they don't know. Check my record and learn that code. One eight seven, that's Andrew Cole. Murder a beat, I'm cold. I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole. I just do my thing, I don't need to talk. I shoot my shot, I hit my goals. I let man act like they don't know. Check man's record, I learned that code. 187, that's Andrew Cole. Murder a beat, I'm cold. When I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole. I just do my thing, I don't need to. Middle of the field, in check like scores. Fans still grind and chase man's goals. When I get a chance, man's veins get cold. Sports Social Podcast Network.